Ho, ho, ho. Merry holiday season greetings. This is Luke, the Strip Club DJ, alongside my friends, Brandon and Alex, for another episode of One Two Review. Say hello, Alex. Hey, I'm Alex. Say hello, Brandon. Hey, I'm Brandon. It's episode 24. By now, I'm sure you know how it goes. But if not, every Monday, One Two Review, we rate and review movies and products in the simplest way. One point if we did not like it, two points if we did. Really, that's it. We review until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. All right, kick the intro already. One, Yeah. Hello. Hello, son, children. It is, uh, yeah, it's the holiday season, and uh, we've got a little bit to talk about about that in a little bit. But first, you're here to hear us review some things, some products or movies, and we have a fresh film for you that we just saw that we would like to review if you would Yeah, fresh takes. We haven't had time to really simmer on these, so let's get these opinions out hot. Yeah, so the first film that we're going to review today is one that, like uh, we just said, we all just got to catch just a little bit ago. This is a 2017 film directed by Mark Evans. The title of the film is Manager, and I'll give you a little synopsis. Uh, J.C. Penney's regional manager, uh, Winston Hudson, is fed up with his life in the rat race. He joins the homeless in L.A.'s infamous Skid Row, and uh, eventually he finds that his managerial mindset is hard to quell, to say the least i think um so basically yeah this manager ends up moving into the homeless population in los angeles and ends up kind of galvanizing them do you guys have any takes on this film some first impressions yeah first off i mean this isn't the first time i've seen will ferrell do serious acting but i will Mm -hmm. say i hope it's not the last he's really grown up and portrays this incredibly well Absolutely. I kept waiting for the humor to kind of sneak its way in. And of course it does in a three-dimensional kind of character kind of way, but it is certainly not a comedy and he certainly does not play it at all as a comedy. And he's a a delightful actor, I must say. Yeah, this movie was um, pretty intense. You think that this has a lot of space for comedy, but like you said, it doesn't really explore that. We've got a lot of scenes of Will Ferrell um, sitting down at at his makeshift desk in the streets of LA, you know, talking with the homeless, trying to come up with their um, their best work skills, coming up with a list of actionable items, holding um, meetings every day, holding meetings, trying to um, create files for people, stuff like that. You know, that you can take you can take the the tiger out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the tiger. And I think that's what we saw here was that even though he was sick of working at JCPenney. He still has that vibrancy and love for management. Well, let me say that I think that that translates into the message of the entire film as well, that all of these uh, homeless people that he is kind of working with, they still have that fight in them. It's just they are in a system that is no longer supporting them. If you get a great manager in there, he can take the broken pieces of a life and he can find, like you said, the strengths and then find a way to put those cogs into a machine And you see all of these characters that are down and out suddenly becoming productive members of society, Uh, some of them becoming CEOs eventually of this this new company that he's ended up creating by the end of the film. People are traveling international and you see it's it's a bootstrap film, but it's it's like 25 people that you get to see kind of come together in in different ways. And, And it sounds, you know, like a Disney magical everything works out. But I would argue that it's very realistic in the way that these people come along. The growth of each of these characters, their resistance to him at first, and then their eventual coming around to it and support, I believe was all very believable. 
Yeah, definitely. There's a major scene where Klondike is on a international flight to uh, do a sales pitch for their new line of jackets. And uh, he forgets to bring his drugs on the plane. He loses his shit and he ends up in prison um, for for attempted terrorism on the plane. So, um, you know, yeah, these, I think it goes goes both ways. I mean, you can't take the jungle out of the tiger and you can't take uh, the manager out of uh, Will Ferrell as well as you can't take the homeless person out of the homeless person mindset yeah sure and that's that's the conflict of the entire film i think is is seeing that balance and seeing who can go who can stretch to what direction and and how much yeah human can reclaim their past i suppose what did you guys think about the short uh 20 minute cgi like pre-movie that they had beforehand uh about the I liked lobster it. i think it was yeah, Pixar yeah. or something yeah yeah i thought that was neat i didn't understand at all why there was kind of an animated cartoon at the beginning of it i kept hoping that it would somehow work its way into the film but it seemed unrelated yeah, maybe know. there were some thematic links same studio or something i don't know mm-hmm. made me hungry yeah weird but yeah i enjoyed it well are you guys ready to review manager yeah totally uh well or i guess rate we've just reviewed it it's now time to rate manager yeah Absolutely. Um, Will Ferrell crushes it in this movie once again. Uh, One of my favorite serious actors of all time. And he really portrays a a downtrodden manager in in the best way. He's very mopey. He's very melancholy. And um, and also he's got that great hair, too. So I give it two points. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, as well, I'm going to give it two points, not only because of Will Ferrell kind of switching gears and doing some serious work, but Mark Evans as well, the director of the film, mostly does comedy, mostly does short, you know, YouTube videos and stuff like that. This is kind of his foray into a serious film. And uh, dare I say this thing is definitely Oscar worthy for sure, whether it will get a nod or not because of the components. I don't know, but it definitely deserves some credit and you should definitely check it out. Manager two points. Yeah, two points for me. I thought it was exhilarating seeing Will Ferrell really shape up and pull these people up from their bootstraps. It was an inspiring story. The screening I saw was handled very well. There was a lot of homeless people there. Everybody was really polite to one another. They um, they went out of their way. They did like a nice little J.C. Penney's kind of theming of the theater. They had some racks of stuff, and they were all donated. So all for a good cause. Two points, absolutely. As you know, each week on One to Review, we have a different way of scorekeeping, of keeping track of the 20 points we will inevitably get to by the end of the day. And this week is no different. With Christmas coming up, we've decided that it would be a good idea to tell you our Christmas wish list as a podcast. And, you know, if you're interested, maybe you could help us out with that or get this letter to Santa and we can get all these sweet treats so we can make the podcast even better. I figure it's an easy way. We can save paper and just send a cd or a usb or a link to santa claus he probably has email now i think santa listens to the podcast we'll just tell him what we want we'll check the stats but that's our goal so if you know a way to get a hold of him let's uh help us out definitely so with uh with that 
the six first points. thing. Six yep, points. Six points. So here are six things on our Christmas wish list. Uh, I'll read the first one, which is a dedicated hard line. Uh, we're having a lot of trouble with our cell phone communication, missing text, all that stuff. We've got a lot of calls coming in. It would be nice just to have a dedicated ground line. Right here on my desk, right next to my laptop. I just pick up a hard line, call you guys anytime. Direct line, just you and me. Makes a lot of sense. Logical uh, next, next step. Yep, next thing on our list here is some uh, Korean fried chicken coupons. Uh, we love chicken over here at One to Review, and Korean fried chicken's kind of the best kind that's out there. And, uh, we know you can't just give us chicken at any time, you know, because we're not always hungry, but uh, a coupon we can use anytime we'd like. So uh, Korean fried chicken coupons, please. Yep. I'd We'd like, like a, a small uh, drink fridge over here, yep. possibly, if we could add that to the list. Um, I want one, too. Make that two drink fridges. Yeah. Okay. I don't need if we one. could just double all these things, that would be awesome. And one we wouldn't have to worry about sharing it, one for sending York. it back and forth. Um, I want some regular chicken coupons. And we yeah, need... just in case the spicy is too spicy with the Korean fried chicken, let's get some regular chicken coupons. Mm -hmm. uh, we need some airline miles. Number five on there is airline miles. Uh, you know, just so we can uh, transplant each other's bodies into different cities and meet each other and see films. Yeah, ideas uh, are a lot easier to come up with when you're next to each other. And speaking of ideas, the sixth thing on our list is a little grandiose, but it is world peace. Of course, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't ask for some world peace. Any decent human being always adds that onto their Christmas wish list. Yeah, Sandy, great. Sandy baby, we're not just trying to butter your bun with that one either. We really do want that. I would really honestly like that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that is Santa, Santa, baby, baby, sit down, baby Santa. So that is six things on our Christmas wish list. Okay, uh, kick right. a sponsor, you know boys. Means, yep, I hear it. The tide is turning. The leaves are blowing, and a sponsor is coming down from the sky. Gold for Cash for Gold. Do you own a Gold for Cash store? Business down? Well, trade in your Gold for Cash store for gold. We buy, sell, and trade Gold for Cash stores of any shape or size for a fair price. Turn that Gold for Cash store into gold today. Wow, today is that day. If I owned a Gold store, I would be trading it in for sure. Times are tough. Speaking of tough times, let's talk about this next movie. This was something... Um, we got recommended to by some fellow friends of ours uh, via the internet. This movie is called President Simeon. This movie is a small idea about a cute ape. Basically asks the question, what would happen if a ape is given an intelligence boost and then given the authority to eventually become president and beyond? Um, great power. Still an ape, though. What did you guys think of this film? Uh, so I didn't see the film Limitless, but I, I want to say that this might be a similar kind of film. And I did see the one about the, the woman that gets really intelligent. I forgot what that one was, but I think Lucy. this is again, this is Lucy. Yeah, I saw I saw some of that movie and then I kind of checked out. This one kept my attention much more than the two I just kind of mentioned. It's the same idea, I think. There's, you know, an intelligence boost and this thing kind of evolves faster than it can. Uh, as a president, President Simeon is an actual, you know, an amazing president. He fixes up the country and makes everyone happy. And there's a sadness when he starts to transcend into pure energy that I felt anyway. 
Right, the final form is pure energy. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Complete mm-hmm. just ball of light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An omnipresent ball of light and energy. I don't know. This movie was um, eh, a little boilerplate, but I felt like it was unintentionally funny. Like, President Simeon, every now and then, would smell his butt, like, put his finger in his butt and smell his finger. And it was just, you know, he would be having an intellectual conversation with other world leaders and it would just happen and everyone would brush it off and I I didn't I didn't hear a whole lot of chuckles in the theater like am I the only one catching this him doing all this gross monkey behavior I thought he was supposed to be super intelligent and knock it off but he still is no, doing no. gross monkey stuff that that's the point some of the point of the film I think is that some of uh, some of President Simeon's base nature stuff is uh, I guess unintelligent according to us smelling your butt in the middle of a conversation is not intelligent thing to do however if you really think about it there's nothing wrong with it i can carry on a conversation with you while i'm doing my primal duty of checking my butt like you know he's only smelling it and he's being courteous exactly and so i think that's kind of the point of the film is that a lot of the quote-unquote intelligent things we do like wear suits and don't smell our butts or whatever these are things that we've kind of installed into our society that are not actually intelligent and that intelligence comes from the decisions you make not the way you carry yourself so we can have intelligence it's like a social intelligence exactly it's a subscribed one there are a prescribed one that we've created you know nothing again is to say smelling your butt is not intelligent and this film proves that you can fix the tax problems in America and welfare housing and all that stuff while you're throwing shit because sometimes you just want to throw shit whether you're a monkey or a person, you know? Yeah, I guess I get it. Uh, like when he groomed the senator and senator made it. Yeah, why can't you make a tax code while you groom a senator? Like, no reason. No reason not. And actually, it was it was pretty nice and it was... A- pretty slick way of doing um hardball politics mm-hmm. yeah totally you have somebody by the scruff of their neck like that you could ask for a lot um other than that this movie really was did have that trippy ending i'm mm-hmm. not sure why they took it there why the president well, why had to turn into pure it's energy symbolizes you know the next evolution of man is just beyond our bodies you know it's all just on a higher plane no, I, I agree, kind of. I, I think, like, logically in the plot, it made sense because he was accelerating. But you're right. It didn't seem like it served the entire film for him to do that. And I can't actually kind of decipher why they put that in there. Mm. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that was on absolutely. purpose. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it did, too. I think, again, if, if the point that I made was true, then, you know, it's saying that your butt is no less intelligent, you know. If that's the face you want to present, it doesn't matter because your brains are what's yeah did the did the ball of light kind of look like a monkey butt right also butts come monkeys come from butts also they come out Mm -hmm. of the mamas out of their butts it's the same i can't help i can't help but feel like they're having one on with us though oh i'm sure you think so this movie takes itself so seriously but then it does all this gross stuff in the mix i don't know well if you feel it's directed by Casey Terry, who did a lot of work with Tom Green, actually, old produce, like the original producer of the Tom Green show. And Casey's moved on to lots of other bigger things, worked on CSI Miami for a bit, stuff like that as a writer. But uh, Casey yeah, Terry's roots deal, are though? definitely in kind of absurd comedy, Canadian specifically. Mm. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. 
It is what it is. It is what it is. Just like just like President Simeon said, I am what I am. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, you guys ready to review this flick? Yep. Yeah. All right. Rate it. Um, President Simeon, I feel like they're trying, like it's a scam. Like I'm being scammed into watching something that's gross, but they're pretending like it's not. So because of my paranoia, I got to give it a one. All right. Yeah, I'm going to stick with a two for President Simeon. I see what you're saying, Luke, and I do feel like this is a film very much that if one wanted to, they could enter it and take it incredibly seriously and ignore, you know, the physical humor that that was happening on the screen. I think, again, it allows you to choose that or you can choose to enjoy it as a comedy. And that is the kind of intelligence and direction of film that I enjoy when you have a choice as a viewer of how to see the work. So I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, you know, I'm going to give it a, a two as well. Not for that reason, simply because I thought the uh, portrayal of the monkey itself was next level. I mean, I've seen Planet of the Apes, I've seen King Kong, I've seen uh, Gorillas in the Mist, but this really made me think like, wow, gorillas are so similar, apes are so similar to us. And um, mm-hmm. and this was this right. was not CG, this was a so, puppet the whole time. Yeah, two An points for me. well done puppet. Nice. Cool. All right. That's five points for President Simeon. All right. First thing on our wish list, or the next thing on our wish list, was a pair of Delpho headphones. Special headphones made from dolphin bones that actually lets you hear inside of your own skull. Yeah, the echo chamber. That's the best way I can describe it. Really cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We need another good intern. We lost Mike, so we need another. We didn't lose Mike. We used to check in with him soon. He's just in the abacus, right? Yeah. Sure. Sure, but I think they're, you know, they're they're bonding. Him and Doug are bonding and creating a relationship, and I, I think he's gone. But you're right. We should check in on him. He definitely can't be our intern ever again. We've been thinking about expanding internationally. I'd like to pick up Rosetta Stone, maybe a couple varieties, but let's start with Chinese, and then we could really, you know, start shaking some hands, bowing some heads. The powerful, powerful language. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like a case of Oakland's Best. Uh, Oakland's Best, if you do not know, which I don't know why you wouldn't, is a bottled water brand from Oakland, California. That is, I don't know, I think in all of our opinion, the best bottled water puts Fiji to shame. So a case of Oakland's it's Best. It's fresh, but it's kind of funky, too. That's awesome. Uh, new chairs and... That's it, five points. Um, some coupons. That's Perfect. it? Oh, okay. What do you want coupons for while you're at it? Um... I want I want some coupons for a twelve hour massage. Oh. Been very stressed out, and I find that 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 is the perfect amount. Twelve hours is a decent a amount. Massage. I can just start to relax at like eleven hours, so getting a, a good hour of pure relaxation and it's great. Yeah, yeah, it helps a lot. All right, kick a sponsor. Sponsor. You're listening to Siberia's hottest new dog band, Dark Moon Night. They're back with their new album featuring Whispers of the Wind Song and Full Sky featuring Chinook and the new hit single, A Hunter's Game. (laughs) 
Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for that read. Cool. And uh, interesting, sometimes on one to review, we review products. And this is uh, an opportunity here where we were sponsored by uh, Dark Moon Knight, the new album by the Huskies. And they asked us to review it. Uh, again, we've been given full permission. They, don't, you know, we do not have to review this album at two. We can review it whatever we want. But they did ask us to review it, and so without further ado, uh, do you guys have any thoughts on Dark Moon Knight, this uh, new album by the? I've Huskies? heard about dog bands. I've never actually listened to a dog band before. At first, I thought this was music for a dog, maybe in like certain high pitch frequencies or low pre- low pitch frequencies. It turns out they're actually just dogs howling the songs. That being said. They're really well composed. Yeah, they had an awesome producer. Um, actually, a Malamute produced this named Skipper. And he did a bang-up job getting the them coordinated. Like you said, it's all dog sounds, but they're very creative. Um, chomping their teeth to make a beat for Chinook. And um, I think Full Sky's dog rap really was awesome on that song, too. Uh, I don't know what he's saying. It kind of sounds like a weird dog dream, like little yips and skips. But it was really the beautiful. The flow is really tight. This stuff is moving. I, I would say incredibly moving to me in that I have heard birds sing songs and I've heard dogs howl. But never have I been in a pack of dogs. And this was the closest, you know, for me, I felt the snow and the cold and... You know that longing for right. for freedom and to be your own leader as well as to be led by someone that you perceive as as an alpha you know there was things that i felt uh, that that i don't get from human music different emotions that were sparked i really enjoyed dmx's guest spot oh yeah dmx really shined in his guest uh, verse yeah dmx um the original dog of hardcore gangster rap of course, there's the seasonal Jingle Bell rendition, but uh, that's at the end. So you don't really have to listen to that song if it's not the season. Overall, though, I think I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's two points, though. I'm not a dog type of guy. Um, I Give think, me a cat album. I think this is an excellent Christmas album. Points. And, you know, it's a, definitely a break from the classics that you're going to be putting on a lot. You're going to get a lot of ears turned when you put on this album, but I think people ultimately will appreciate it. Not just as a novelty. I do believe it has legs to stand on as, as you know, a piece of music. Yeah. I put this on for my dog and he cocked his head. So I think he liked it. Yeah. One, two points. Mm. Drives my cat crazy. Yeah. I'd say listen through once, but it's not a, it's not a repeat type album. Uh, so I got to give it a two points. No instant bangers. Cool. Well, I got to give this thing two points. Again, like I said, I feel that my whole entire life I've been, you know, f- forced somewhat to listen to humans and human emotions and human thoughts and so many songs about broken hearts and stuff like that. And I think this captured something that, you know, hasn't been captured by Mike Brublier or, or, you know, tool or you know any any kind of band of any kind hasn't dabbled as deep into the primal well as the huskies do in this album so it's a solid two for me right on six points everybody is aware that it's a sponsored review but those are our honest feelings we need to keep score on that so let's go ahead and send out a few more wishes santi baby santa if you're listening baby 
Santa, sit down. Take a load off. If you want me on your lap, I'll sit there. You can sit on my lap if you want. We can we can do this, but let's talk numbers. Let's work something out here. We have a few more things on our list we'd like to get to. All right, six more things on our list. First would be some fresh mics. Our microphones are getting old. They're getting out of date. Software is falling behind. Updates are not coming in our firmware. So some new microphones would be great so we can get our voices out there to you. Santa, can you get us those Fitbit 2.0s with the receipt, please? Thank you, Santa, baby. Yes, please. Gift receipt would be super helpful in all these things, I might add. Not just the Fitbits. We'd like some uh, stress balls. Uh, not only because we're stressed and we'd like to use them, but we love that film Stress Ball that we reviewed a, a few years ago so much that we would uh, love to play a little bit of Stress Ball as well. So some Stress Balls of various kinds, shapes, and colors would be awesome. What do we have? One more? Mm-hmm. I saw these Garfield mouse pads that looked really awesome. They had, like, wrist support. just like looked like lasagna. So let's get one of those at least. You guys might want to. How are your wrists oh, doing? Oh, I love a Garfield mouse pad with some gel pond. Thanks, Santa. Santa, baby. Thanks, Sandy. Make that three. <coughs> All right. Now, let's kick it to another sponsor. Sponsor time. One, two, review has been sponsored by the following product. Into Minties. A minty spray for your intimate moments. Oh. Ah. No ouch. Great. I love Intimentis. They've been around for a it long time. It doesn't burn that much. Freshens you up. Freshens you up. Oh, ouch. On your gens. Luke, why don't you kick off uh, kick off this movie? You told us about it. Okay, Brandon, this movie's place. called The Rumble Rhinos. Uh, two, 2017 Natasha Baker film where an elite squad of mechanized rhinos team up to fight the zookeeper. Uh... I love this movie, guys. I mean, I'm just going to be blunt. I Alex loved it. loved it. What did you love about it? I love, uh, I love. well, let's get specific. I love prehistoric mammals, including, you know, rhinos and elephants and, and their cousins from way back in the day and giant sloths and all Hippos, that stuff. walruses. I love those big mammals. And so a rhino, again, is one of my favorites. And I love kind of mechs and robots and stuff like that. And so to make mechanized robots and then i love the zoo and to have an evil zookeeper messing with a zoo it had all the elements uh unfortunately rumble rhinos has every element that alex knight loves in in cinema um it is i I, it's probably a children's film i think most people probably classify it as kind of a ninja turtles type uh children's film but it blew my mind. I loved it. I thought the, the humor was spot on. I thought the acting was amazing. The special effects, the CG, the cool uh, robot parts of them, their ability to burrow underground, their ability to fly, the, the everything about this just rocked my world. Yeah, rhinos are cool. Mechs are cool. It is definitely a children's movie. But I'll tell you, the thing I could get behind is that hate for the zookeeper. I hate zookeepers so much. So when I heard this movie is, you know, main villain is a zookeeper i thought this is something i could really get behind so i enjoyed it for that reason alone yeah he and he's evil man he's torturing the monkeys and he's torturing the elephants he's creating a kind of it's he's he's a prophet he's a for-profit zookeeper and so every every decision he makes you know does this lemur get this medicine he would say does it need the medicine 
Uh, so they set him up as a very nice villain the whole film. And so, you know, when he's eventually, uh, spoiler alert, spoil, 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 spoil time. Uh, beheaded in the primate exhibit, uh, you clap. Uh, no joke. I would say, what, would you guys agree? Most of your audience, when you saw it, did they clap when he was killed? Yeah, I actually laughed. I spit out my drink. Mm-hmm, I stood mm-hmm. up. Which is I something, you clapping. know, in the old-timey kind of Wild West kind of films with the villain with the big mustache, people would boo them and stuff. And this film was able to kind of pull that off in a modern setting. It had audiences interacting very loudly with the film, uh, I think in the way that they wanted them to, you know? I felt conducted in well, a good way. He was just so evil, you know? Dressing up the tiger in a hat, putting funny bells on birds so that they're more entertaining for the zoo-goers. Zoo uh, painting the flamingos when they're not pink enough because he's not feeding them the right food. He did all this jacked up stuff to keep his zoo profitable, and um, the rhinos just had enough. So, yeah, that, I mean, it was great when they finally took him down. That being said, I felt like the um, this this movie was just kind of grossly a cash grab for the toys for the mech toys that they had the merch that they sold alongside it you know the toy stores um i I don't i don't mind that a movie is profitable in other ways but i don't think they needed to put price tags on the rhinos and put links in um in the film itself to amazon prime yeah but they're well-made toys if they were some cheap dinky toy that'd be something else but these are like designer vinyl toys these aren't i'm not ashamed to have a few on my shelf i mean they're you nice bought them? yeah yeah i bought a few of them i just got brock he's my favorite brock was good i'll tell you the other merchandising i enjoyed was the coca-cola banana classic the yellow coke yep yeah, I that thought that was, was really going to be refreshing. gross, but it's... Yeah, yeah, that is weird. That's the word I would use, is refreshing. I wouldn't even say it tastes good, necessarily, but it, it refreshed me. Definitely hydrated me. Banana Coke, who would have thought? Well, yeah, you guys ready to drop a rating on uh, Rumble Rhinos by Natasha Baker? Yes. All right, Rumble Rhinos was a fun CGI movie for kiddos, and eh, I guess adults could manage it, too. It was all right. Uh, like Brandon said, they had they released some really cool toys. I thought maybe the branding was a little bit egregious, but you gotta you gotta make your money, especially here in the United States. We're capitalists. Come on, guys. So uh, that all taken into consideration, I give it two points. Um, cool. I oh, so the only thing I will say is I was very much hoping when I did my research that the profits from the toys would go towards some sort of animal conservation, would go towards you know rhino uh, sanctuary stuff like that, and that is not the case. None of this money, none of the stuff is going towards animals at all. Zero profits from this film. This film is is you know not helping out the things that I love in it so much. And, and so with like lots of pain, I got to give this film a one because of that. It's a huge missed opportunity. When you inspire me as a viewer so much to care for these animals, robo or not, I think it's a misstep there. So I have to give this wonderful, wonderful, so fun to watch uh, film a one out of stupid, stupid social political reasons. So a, a one for the Rumble Rhinos. Um. Okay. What can I, what else can be said about Rumble Rhinos? I mean, it is a children's movie with ideals that can really be in, 
enjoyed from everybody from your child to your niece to your nephew to your uncle to your cousin to your brother to your mom to your dad to your grandmother to your sister to your sister and there's an evil zookeeper two points for me all right that's five points for the five rumble rhinos points. five whole points five more wishes five last wishes actually for santa make these ones count guys yeah. you got any other ideas we should have i think we definitely need some relaxation pills need to re-up on our relaxation pills oh. yeah we used them all up while we're talking pills can we get some of those intelligent pills that the monkey had maybe not those maybe not as strong no, i don't want to turn into but. a light bean a monkey butt um but some nice ones would be good. Uh, good Santa, ones. can you send us a couple packs of smokes? Just whatever you got around. Uh, we, yeah, I don't even need a full pack. Just a few, like a half pack if you don't even... Like you, you say, oh, these aren't as minty as I'd like. Just send a few Lucy's would be fine for Brandon. I need a couple packs. Uh, we have a old fax machine that we're not getting any faxes on, and I think it's because it's broken, so we need a new fax machine so we can, because we're probably missing out on a bunch of stuff. We used to get a All bunch of stuff of in the also, 90s, and now we're not getting any, so, yeah, cruise fix offers. that thing. Yeah. A subscription to Movie Wagon Magazine. Uh, that is our go-to magazine. If you guys are looking for uh, a magazine that lets you know about hot indie films, stuff like that, uh, the bee's knees on all the inner workings of Hollywood, check out Movie Wagon Magazine. and our Buckle up, though. Yeah. Buckle up. The writing is Movie Wagon Magazine. Well, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of porn in there too. It's kind of there's it's it's almost it's a blend. It's, uh, it's, there's some sex mag mix. mixed in there. Yeah, it's a little bit of a sex mag. I, we read it for the reviews, so obviously. Obviously. Uh, so yeah, check out Movie Wagon and uh, a subscription for that because our subscription ends next month. And it'd be nice to get uh, you know keep the word up for us. Thanks, Santa. Thanks, users. Thanks, Alex. <clears throat> Thank you, Thanks, one Luke. two review users. Who's gonna do the song? Are we all going to do the song together? Oh, yeah, and let's see. Yeah, let's all sing it together. We all rehearsed it, so it should go right on point. So we'll start from the top. A dedicated hardline. Korean fried chicken coupons. A medium-sized drink fridge. Regular chicken coupons to airline miles. And hey, world peace too would be pretty cool. Delpho headphones, good new intern. Chinese Rosetta Stone. Case of Oakland's best. New chairs and a 12 hour massage. Fresh mics, Fitbit 2.0 with receipts, stress balls, Garfield mouse pad with lasagna gel pot for support. Chicken park, new fax machine, subscription to Movie Wagon magazine, couple packs of spokes, relaxation pills, intelligence pills. Thanks, Santa baby. What another exciting week. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me and spending your time wasting your time however you want to look at it the glass is definitely half full we love you guys thanks for listening hopefully we'll see you next week we got a few movies lined up alex what's on the docket what do we have to watch this week next week we will be reviewing uncanny river unicorn the bottom of the bottle cotton boy the poor life unicorned and boom jr we're doing two unicorn movies next week 
Thanks again, guys. Uh, review us on iTunes five stars, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye bye. Say goodbye, Alex. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye, bye. again. Official. Stop recording. Stopping it. <laughs>